to the daytime storylines. Uh, big time storylines. Oh, ho, ho, ho. yo, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Relics of Sports Talk, episode 178. We are in the building. Doing it dolo right now. Doing it dolo. But um, thank y'all for watching on YouTube. Listening on Spotify. Check us out on our Facebook page. At Relism Pod on Twitter. Relism Sports Talk on TikTok. Yo, thank you so much for all the patrons sticking with us. Patrons, thank you. You're keeping us successful. We really do appreciate it. Yo, big shout out to my dude right here. My dude, David. Check this out right here. My man David can do these things. He can put pictures on wood. He can do anything. Anything that you got. Perfect gifts. Perfect anything. Hang up. Whatever. Thank you, David, for this. This is awesome. I'm going to put it right over here in a minute. Hopefully, I won't knock the stand down. <laughs> but um, special shout-outs to Greg. Greg, Greg, Coach Greg. Good looking, Good looking talking to you, man. We got to get Owen over here, Donnie, somebody, whatever. We got to talk some sports. I know y'all some baseball guys, but we can get it done. Mr. Duffy, always love. Much appreciation for you. I'm going to do it, baby. I'm going to do it. Hey, the producer's not here, but him and his family, Jared and the Dole family, enjoy your vacation. You deserve it. Thank you for everything y'all do for us. We really do appreciate it. Um Lost for words about, I don't know what my commanders are doing. I don't know what's going on there. Love for the Black Mamba. And right here, all the love for my mama right there. Nico, far into the bench. You know I'm going to give you a shout out. I got it. <laughs> but, um, hey, on Relative Sports Talk, we talk about sports from Hall of Famers to the local talent. To the big time storylines. And there ain't nothing bigger than what's going on right now. Nothing bigger than the Colorado mountains and everything going on. The Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets get their first NBA championship. Big ups to my man Nico. You can check Nico out at Far, at Far Into the Bench Podcast. He's on Variety Sports Network. Um... They do a great show over there. He's a Denver Nugget fan. I've been on his show. Thank you for letting me be on. He's, I mean, he's an awesome guy. You know what I mean? And there's your boy right there with the Denver stuff. The Birdman right there. Oh, in, in your name, it's Chris Anderson. But I call him the Birdman. We love you, Birdman. We love you, Birdman. Nico, enjoy it. Hopefully, I'll talk to you next week. Um, But congratulations to you, baby. I, I know you enjoying it, man. I know you enjoying it. I mean, my Lakers won so much, you know, I couldn't even remember that first time feeling. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, bro. I'm just messing with you. But look, on today's show, we're going to talk about Denver winning their first championship. What's going to go on next? I'm hearing Dynasty talk. I'm hearing this and that. I'm hearing the Joker being the best. Top 10, 15 player ever. I'm hearing all kinds of things going on. I don't even want to dive into the game like that, though. Because I've never been... A Nugget fan, but I've never been a Nugget hater either. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, you know what I mean? When the Colts had Peyton Manning, how could you? I could really hate them. I mean, would you hate the Colts more? It's kind of like them. It's like I'm not saying you're irrelevant, but it's like 
Eh, whatever. So, I never hated the Nuggets. You know what I mean? I was listening to Sports Talk Radio the other morning on my way to work. And my dude, my dude was on there. Number one pick from UMass. And actually, where I got the name for my son. So, you know I like this guy. He played at Denver. Marcus Camby. Marcus Camby still couldn't get me liking Denver. <laughs> my second ba favorite basketball player ever who went to my school, Georgetown. Allen Iverson. He played with them a little bit. I know that's not his squad, but he played with them for a little bit. Still didn't get me to like. And another Georgetown guy who, as an eight seed, led his Denver Nuggets to beating a number one seed that we're not going to talk about at all. And he's sitting there squeezing the ball. And they're like, uh, they give him a tumbo. Didn't never like let me get to like it, Denver. Actually, he gave me resentment towards Denver, but I never really hated them. You know what I mean? So, Denver, whatever. But before I get to my point, it was cool to see all the old school Denver people that would be in the crowd. They would show different people in the crowd. We see this player, this player. Um, Carmelo Anthony wants to retire in the middle of it so he can get some more pub. But we'll get to that later on in my Terrell's thought. Because it's going to blend in excellent with what I want to say about my Terrell's thought. Um, he retired. Good for you. Awesome. Cool, Carmelo. Um, we saw Peyton Manning. Some people might not think that he's a Denver-like Great. He went to two Super Bowls and won one. Kind of won one. But he's got a ring for one. Whatever. But let me just say, we were watching too much Russell Wilson. <laughs> Russell Wilson seems like he's at every game, chilling in the front row. Yeah, we know you outkicked your coverage getting Sierra to be your wife. But ugly ass, um, two chains had her too, dude. So don't, 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 don't act like you all that with your big nose. And I mean, don't stop, stop. Win some games. You got Sean Payton now. Win some games, Russell Wilson, okay? Okay, we want to let Russ cook. I don't know. You might have some sharp shopper meat. I don't want to trust none of that. But anyway, get off the screen. You don't represent Denver, dude. You were there for one year. Stop acting like you part of their, their fandom and, their, and everything going on. Don't want to hear it. Russell Wilson, get away. I don't care about other people being on there. This is Denver's first championship. I don't want to see you. What do you got to do with anything with Denver? You ain't done nothing, dude. Nothing. You just talk about let's ride. You ain't done nothing. Anyway, let's get off of him. But watching the Nuggets in the playoffs, and especially winning, how could you not cheer? There's been so many times, and I'm just going to tell you the truth. I did not watch the finals. Like, like the final part when they get the trophies and all that. Because it's like certain teams, it's like... It's the same routine, same old thing, same old this, same old that. I don't care. But I watched this one. This is their first. I was expect. I'm going to be honest. I expected a little bit more hoopla. But they follow as their leader goes. You know, the NBA right now, we're talking about the faces of the NBA. Especially the face it was supposed to be. The face. John Morant. John Moron. He just wants to just, he just wants to cut up all the time. Actually, he wants to shoot up all the time. I don't know. 
You know, we always got LeBron and all his antics and all his weird stuff. Oh, I'm hurt. I'm going to retire now. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, oh, oh, anymore. Uh, uh, whatever, whatever. You got Kyrie talking about the earth is flat. Um, don't don't question me. Don't interview me. Don't do that. I want this person. I'm getting treated bad. I'm not getting a vaccine. Kyrie's too much for me, too. Zion, who's out here. Congratulations, Zion, on your baby with your fiance. And then your baby with Pornhub. And then your baby with this, this. I mean, you out here having all these babies. You can't even play the sport that's giving you all these riches. You know what I'm saying? You can't make it to a game. But you making babies <laughs> everywhere. You know I mean, you can't get on the court, but you can get in the bedroom and do some things. I mean, I don't know, Zion. I don't know. I'm not sure. And then we got all these players that's like, oh, I just signed my gigantic contract. Oh, I want to leave. I'm not going to play for you. Put me on a different team so I can join it with somebody else. It's refreshing to see someone like, Joke like the Joker. Who yo the Joker led the playoffs in points, rebounds, and assists. <laughs> what? He led the playoffs in points, rebounds, and assists. It could jump this high. First time ever. First time ever. That this has happened. He's been having triple doubles. Like like it was nothing. Yo, it got to a point where if you're betting. And it's like. The Joker will get a triple double. That shit would be a negative. It wouldn't even be a positive game. They expected him to get it. What? What? Triple doubles everywhere. And now he's regarded in many Many people's minds as the NBA's best overall player. That's debatable because there's two sides of the ball, but it's at least debatable. And if he if he ain't, it's gonna be like a one a one b type stuff. You know what I mean? So I don't know. And when 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 he got interviewed, or when he, even when even when the hoopla started. He went and grabbed his freaking daughter. He went and grabbed his daughter. Put her on his head. Everywhere he went, she went. She was like, when I move, you move. Just like that. I mean, that's what happened, you know. And that's some genuine stuff that you can't make up. And I love that. I love that. You can't make that moment up. And what he cared about most was his family and representing his daughter and everything else. It was crazy to even look at it and think about it. Um. So, they give him his MVP of the finals trophy, which Kobe's only going to whatever. But he gets it. And instead of him saying anything, he sticks to being Giannis. I mean, not Giannis. Because Giannis did the same thing, which I'll get to. Sorry. Because I'm thinking about Giannis and him during their first championships. But he's like, I'm glad this is over. I'm glad we did it for the for the city, for the team, for the players. And now it's over. I can go home. (laughs) What? That's what you're talking about? Now it's over. I can go home. It ain't. It ain't many people built like him, yo. It ain't many people built like him. 
And then when you look at the team, the team, the team just plays selfless. And they look like they really do enjoy being around each other and like each other's company. Because you can look at a lot of people and, and like, you know what I'm saying, like Shaq and Kobe. They played well. They won three rings together. Three straight rings, actually. But they ain't like each other. And if they did, they might have won six. But this team in Denver seems like they like each other and pull for each other. And the reason why I say that is when you look at the when you look at the team, you know, of course the Joker was gonna be the first one out there, whatever, whatever. Then Jamal Murray, Murray came and the crowd went crazy. Jamal Murray, who was healthy this postseason, was a monster. He's a monster. And he, you know what he did? He said, yeah, credit credit to playing with the Joker. But he said, it's that mama mentality. Mama mentality. You know what I mean? They showed him in his locker. He had a picture of him. He had a picture of Kyrie. He had a picture of Kobe Bryant. You know what I'm saying? He said mama mentality put him through. Because we forget. He was two years that he battled with this stuff. Two years that he battled. You know what I mean? Two years of injuries. When this team was almost identical. You know what I mean? Almost identical. The Joker's still putting up these things. He's putting up MVPs past two years. And they're saying, huh, you had to do everything because Jamal Murray wasn't there. That's why. Jamal Murray was here this year. They won a championship. He doesn't win MVP. But now everybody's like, yo, he should have won MVP. Oh, yo, people are so crazy. People are so crazy. But anyway. So we saw him crying, and it meant more to him than anything. So another guy, Michael Porter Jr., this guy, this guy's been a phenomenon since he was young. Since he was young, he's in college, hurt, back hurt. And you're back, a back injury in basketball? Denver stuck with him. They actually gave him a little bread. They actually gave him a little bread, but he's been hurt, whatever, whatever. Stayed healthy enough to get through this ride. Yeah, people want to fry him about different things. But that skill set, you can't you can't make that up. His length, his size, the way he can do different things. You can't make it up. That's why he got the money. He's crying, going crazy. Because he's been hurt too. He's been hurt. And then we talk about the coach. The coach. Anybody talk about him? Anybody talk about him? They've been successful for many years now. Many years now. They've been Top echelon team in the West for many years now. Went to the fi- went to the Western Conference Finals. You know what I mean? Nobody talks about him. He grabs a hold of my boy Jeff Green from Georgetown in the team picture. He's talking about him before that in the locker room. 14-year veteran who did it the right way. That's the way the organization structured all their players. Players that's going to do it the right way and that are hungry to do things and know their role. And it's crazy. The front office needs to get some credit, big time credit for the things they did. You know, people talk about Miami, about their structure, their organization, and things like that. Denver needs to be looked at. I mean, look what they did. You know what I mean? You get some gritty players. Yeah, if you want to talk about Yoki's like, oh, he's not athletic enough. He's not this. You get some gritty players. Some gritty ones. Bruce Brown. Anybody could have got Bruce Brown. Anybody could have. He knew his role. When he was in there, he was aggressive offensively, and he just did whatever he took. KCP, who actually won a ring with us 
and beat Denver to get to the finals, you know what I mean, put up prime moments. Because he wasn't scared of that moment. He's been there. And on that team, he knew he was free to do that. And being free to do that on that team, the rookie Braun from Kansas, he ain't scared of nothing anyway. You can, t- you can tell by his demeanor, he ain't scared of nothing anyway. He came out there making making plays that won't show up in the, in the stat column. You won't see that in the newspaper. You won't see that on ESPN. Changes the game. Little hustle things. Little little slide things. Diving around. These are the things that people do when they know they feel appreciated. When they feel appreciated and they know that if I want more, I'm going to give everything I got to get that more. That's the way this team is built. Denver's built like that. You know what I mean? And then watching the celebration. Like I said, I don't watch a lot of them. But watching the celebration, it made me feel like Regular people can relate to them. And when I say regular people, you know what I mean? Because like I said, I was not a Denver fan. But I'm a regular dude. It reminded me of like Golden State the first couple of years with Clay and Steph and Draymond getting drafted all together, things of that nature. People look at people look at Steph like he's some like 15-year-old kid because he looks like it on the court. Hey, big, but the rest of them Ruben. He's out here shooting from everywhere whatever. People can relate to that like, I'll never be seven foot. I ain't going to be able to dunk like that, but I might be able to shoot it from way back there. They relate to that. Denver's team reminded me of that same kind of thing and then the passion that I got from watching them. So it was cool. It was cool. It was way better than I thought it was going to be watching them because I appreciate basketball that way. I appreciate people that don't just take the shortcuts to get to that chip. You know what I mean? And as a champion like I am, you know what I mean? We appreciate the hard work and uh, the dedication to things. You know what I mean? Not just to jump ship over and over again. We appreciate the struggle. You know what I mean? <laughs> but speaking of struggle, for the other side, for the other side, real quick, I'm going to give you a little bit, Miami. The Heat lose two finals in four years. If I'm a fan, yo, Swole Daddy's a fan of Miami. If I'm a fan of the Miami Heat, proud out here. I am proud. I am proud. You know what I mean? I know they lost the finals, but I would say their run to get to where they got to, and to get a game, and to get a a road win, I think that's more impressive than what Denver did. No offense to Denver. No offense to Denver at all. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. But the teams that Miami had to beat, and how often they had to beat them, People don't for, people forget Jimmy Butler beat the number one team and the number two team, and and the team that was number four. The before that series started, he hurt his freaking ankle. He hurt his ankle against the Knicks, which carried on some more, which carried on some more. You know what I mean? And then his knee had problems, which you'll never hear that from Jimmy Butler. You'll never hear that. But what I do hear about Jimmy Butler is, oh. Oh, he can't win. He's not a superstar. Oh, he's not a superstar. He can't win. Huh. But nobody was saying that before. Nobody was saying these things before when they were winning. They were on the hype train. But I'm going to tell you realistically how it is. Jimmy Butler, he's not a superstar. (laughs) He's not. He's a very, 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 very good star. Very good star. 
when I when I say a superstar, I mean Jimmy Butler, Claire, I, I put like like a Trey Young. You know what I mean? I don't think they Trey Young is a superstar. I think he's a very 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 good star. I don't think they can be ones on the team. I don't think they can be ones on the championship team. If they are, they would have to have a one A and a one B to be the champions. I just I just feel that way about Jimmy Butler. And I love Jimmy Butler. Love Jimmy Butler. As a leader, he's a superstar leader. He will make you run through a brick wall if you're on his team. He will instill confidence on you to do whatever he can. But superstar levels, you either have to be dramatically one of the best on the offensive end or dramatically one of the best on the defensive end or somewhere in between with all those. There's nothing about him statistically or physically that's going to make you think that he can do something continually. And that's why people say playoff Jimmy because during the regular season, he wasn't doing that. Miami was the lowest scoring team in basketball. I mean, I'm just saying. But as far as leading them, getting you pumped up as a motivator, you want somebody like Jimmy Butler on your team to be that number two. To be that number two. Because he could be a number two and make the three, four, five, six, and seven, eight, nine that much higher. And then you let the one do what they need to do. So, I will say, and I'm sure people are going to give me backlash about that, that he's not a superstar, but he's a very, 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 very good star. So, let me look at the roster he had. He had four undrafted players, which I feel he motivated, and the organization motivated, and the coach. The coaching was great also. But I look at the guy behind everything else that created the big, the first big three. Pat Riley from the Lakers. You know what I mean? I always say Lakers because he's a Laker. He coached Showtime. When you coach Showtime, I mean, you will get known for being Showtime with the slick back hair, still doing things. And you got Alonzo Mourning from Georgetown right beside you. You know what I'm saying? Pat Riley's like, oh, Pat Riley got too close too many times. Now with the word of Bradley Beal coming out for nothing. They're giving away Bradley Beal. As a Laker fan, I'm like, can we get Bradley Beal? Fuck Kyrie. I want Bradley Beal. We need some this money to shoot. But we won't get him because I'll get to LeBron later on in my Terrell stuff. But Bradley Beal's available. And also Mr. Damian Lillard. So there's a there's a in the Eastern Conference, Philadelphia. Is out here trying to get Dane, trying to get here Bradley Bill. I think Miami's trying to get one of the two, too. Boston might be the odd man out, or somebody can jump in and get it. Um, I think Pat Riley's not going to settle. He's not going to settle because he knows he's not going to have that much longer with Bam and with um, Jimmy Butler. And possibly that might be the reason why Tyler Hero didn't play. He was ready to play. They hyped it up like he was going to play. Or maybe that was just a smoke screen. Shut up, Skyler! Maybe that was a smoke screen. Just because, sorry, that's my dog. I can't stand dogs, animals, period. Anyway, maybe that was a smoke screen. But, or maybe they were saying, eh, we need you 100% healthy to make this trade. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to get crazy. It's going to get crazy. Um, I don't know. I can't. I can't figure out what's going to happen. But getting back to the team, the team of the show, the team that we're talking about, the Denver 
Nuggets with their first ever NBA championship. They waited such a long time for this. Now, we got the coach out here like, <laughs> he's not out here saying, you know what I'm saying, we happy, people going to remember me, la, 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 la. He's saying, I want another one next year. <laughs> so now we got the dynasty talk. Now we hear dynasty. Dynasty. Is Denver going to have a dynasty? No! <laughs> no! The answer is no. The answer is no. Let me, let me explain something to you. Denver, like I said, it reminds me of Detroit. Reminds me of Detroit when they were winning, but they never won back-to-back. They had some players, Hall of Fame, couple Hall of Famers. The Spurs with Tim Duncan, Hall of Famers, they never won back-to-back. I feel like the last two years, especially with the Joker winning MVP, that was a wasted two years of their potential dynasty. You know what I mean? Because if you look at the past two years, if everybody's they could have competed the past two years to win. I really do believe that. They really could have done that. Um, you look at it, the health of the Nuggets is the first thing we talked about. A healthy Jamal Murray and a healthy Michael Porter Jr. Can you count on that all the time? I don't know. Murray got hurt during these playoffs. Michael Porter might have too, but you might not have known about it. I just can't count on the health of the Nuggets to be a dynasty. You know what I mean? I think part of that went out the window these past few years when they could have won one out of the last three before this one or something like that to blend it in. But not that I'm a hater. I'm just saying. I'm just stating the facts. You know what I mean? Then we look at the Bucks. The Bucks is another team that I looked at when they won their title. Giannis is that guy like, oh, my God, we didn't have a super team. And look, I did it. Yeah. Kind of like the Joker. Same thing. We didn't have a super team. Yeah. Huh. But when Giannis and the Bucks didn't meet expectations, Skylar, these dogs are crazy. I mean, dogs are crazy. Maybe they're agreeing with what I'm saying. Maybe that's what what it is. But anyway, so when when Giannis and them number one pick, yeah, he was. I mean, number one seed, he was hurt. Whatever, whatever. When they didn't win, we saw we saw Giannis in the press conference getting fired up, talking about is it a failure, Michael Jordan? Fail? We ain't never seen you talk like that before. Your coach just got fired. Coach Butt. Did we think he was going to get fired? Really? Really? Y'all are that great of an organization winning all the time that you could just fire the guy that got you one? And then you talk about losing Middleton or Brooke Lopez? These things these things can snowball. Is Giannis going to sign his extension? Now? Is he going to stay? Who knows? These are the things I'm talking about with the Nuggets because they have these young players. And if they are successful... People are going to garner more money. More money. Can they stay even keel? Can they stay team? Or will things start building up on them? Building up on them. Like, I deserve this. I can do this. I can do this. We don't know. But then there's so many good teams. There's so many good teams. We talked about Miami's road. Their road was so crazy. And the reason why I said it was so much uh, harder than Denver's it's because it was. They played teams that were regarded better than Denver to win a championship in Boston and in the Bucks. You know what I mean? Even at 76, I mean, I mean, it's like, you know what I mean? And not only that, 
There's players that want to win. We saw KD force his way out with the Suns, who did win two games against Denver. Chris Paul's gone now. They can add somebody. Suppose they added a Bradley Bill. Suppose they added a Draymond Green. We see different players out here that's going to be available. Dane, you know, Kyrie, Harden, Jalen Brown might be there. You know what I mean? Chris Paul's going to be somewhere. What's Golden State going to do with Clay and Draymond? Zion, there's so many players at that superstar level, and there's so more star players, Van Fleet, and all these different kind of guys like that on the lower level that can change everything. That can change everything. You know what I mean? And it's just crazy because we don't know. And I would put all my money on everybody else. Then the Nuggets win. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way it is. You know, this is the way it is. But so. I just can't see Dynasty. I can't see it. Very good. Could they chip out one in the next few? Yeah. I'm not saying they can't win. I just can't see Dynasty type. I can't see any back-to-backs. I can't see any three-in-a-rows. I can't see more than two. You know what I mean? I just can't see that. So when we look at it, the NBA, you know what I'm saying? The way that Denver did their things. And we saw the Spurs. We saw Detroit when they were doing different things. Is it going to change the way teams approach trying to win? Could this change everything about how people think? You know, NFL is a copycat league. The NBA, could it be the same way? No, it can't be because we already talked about players and stars going to different teams and doing all these different things. No, it would not be. It would not be. It would not be. The better question would be, is Denver winning good for the NBA? Small market, Denver, they got a superstar who's regarded maybe as the best, but how many people outside of Denver fans are buying Jokic jerseys? I mean, I'm just being fair. Just being fair. Just being fair. But I say, it is good for the league. It is good for the league. You want to know why? Because the outside parameters are good. The Lakers are there. Boston, they're there. And the Knicks. All three, all three, all three of the the pedigree of the league, they're all relevant still. They're all relevant. And one move with all these players we're talking about, they might be really relevant. You never know. So, I don't know. And I think the league don't want no more superstar teams. They don't want that. They don't want players talking about, uh, I want on my contract, I'll sit out. They don't want these, pro- they don't want those type of things. They don't want that at all. You know what I mean? Um, And I, I talked about it on the shows before about the G League getting in with the NBA and everything, which I think the XFL and the Rock should do with the NFL. But the draft, the draft, they should have one more one more round so the G League becomes relevant with the NBA as far as their farm systems. You can get somebody, stash them, keep them. You have the rights to them. Nobody else can get them because G League, you can snap. You can, you can grab all kinds of players. Because don't forget, the Joker was a second-round pick. He, was, he, was, he wasn't even a starter for a while. Second-round pick. You know, we're talking about guys that can do all these different things. You know what I mean? I think they should incorporate some kind of something with the draft, something with the G League that, hey, you know what? I'm going to take my draft pick. It ain't no more. Oh, I got to have five number one draft picks or first round draft pick. Maybe you want to get some second round so you can get some players to stash in the G League that you can use in two years. You know what I mean? Because international players are coming about. And when we look at international players, 
the game is becoming worldwide, which is the, which it, the NBA wanted, which the NFL is trying to do, having all these London games and all that. It's not going as successful as the NBA. That's the one thing the NBA has going for it. So go globally because when we look at the big the bigs back in my day, they were like, "Give me the ball, oh, I'm not gonna pound you. I'm gonna." <laughs> now the bigs now with the international game, Dirk, Embiid, Giannis, the Joker, Sabonis, and in eight days the NBA draft is. With Willamayama, you know, whatever. These guys can be a point, not point forward, point center. You know what I mean? These guys are doing different things. The game is evolving like that. And the NBA markets so well with their backstories and their star players. Better than any sport, I think. I think the NBA markets their players. And granted, you can see their players. They don't have helmets or they don't have nothing on their heads, whatever. But they market them well. And that's why it's so global. And the global game is getting crazy. That's why we got to have dream teams. That's why we got to use our star NBA players to play the Olympics and stuff. Because the world is catching up in that sport. Maybe in the baseball world, baseball classic. But they're not highlighting their stuff. That's why baseball is still down there. But they're trying to move up. They're trying to move up. Um, And the last reason I'm going to say is the past handful of years, maybe two handful of years, the NBA offseason, because I'm a fantasy football multi-multi-multi-champion and football fan, even though my commanders, they're not in a good place right now, but I love football. The NBA offseason has been crazy, and I think with all the stuff going on and all the people moving and coming and going, it's going to be all kinds of big-time storylines from the NBA, and they have... They have a lot of things going on. They're in a great place right now. Get rid of the John Morant with the gun stuff and all that negativity. I think that they're going to be in a great place. But you better make sure you punish him harsh. Punish him harsh. Don't do no Ray Rice stuff. Two games for punching her in the face and dragging her off the elevator. No. Give it to him. Give it to him so this doesn't happen again. So that's my rant about the Nuggets. That's my rant about the Nuggets. When I come right back, I'm giving you my Terrell's thought. My Terrell's thought. So as y'all are thinking about this, I want y'all to think about the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets finally win. You can't name me six players on their team, which is crazy. Which is crazy. Terrell's thought. Who are we going to talk about on Terrell's thought? Since it is basketball, and we're talking about first, we're talking about first. We're talking about first first championship for Denver. We're talking about the first time that uh, these guys have won. These fan bases won. We're talking about the first time that they can hang a banner in Denver. I mean, we already saw y'all got prime time out there in Colorado doing different things. I mean, y'all were the first ones to allow people to smoke weed. So I guess y'all deserve to go and get y'all's ring. But in my Terrell's thought, I want to talk about the last. The last. And and I'm not being a hater when I say this. I am a Laker fan. 
our our player on the team is LeBron James. And and we saw many things happen this year with LeBron James. Um he did a lot. LeBron James, you talked about it, you hinted about it, you tried to take the, the glory and the moment away from Denver when you got swept. When you got swept. You tried to steal that moment from them. And you actually did in the media. People were talking about you saying, I might retire. And I was hurt. And I got to have surgery. You stole their moment a little bit. You did. You did. But in actuality, you do need to retire. You set the scoring mark. You broke Kareem's record. And I'll be honest, you busted your blank to take the seven seed Lakers, who was dysfunctional all year, but dysfunctional all year, and took them to the Western Conference Finals. You took them to the Western Conference Finals as a seven seed, and you played well. Even in an elimination game, you played well. And now we find out you were kind of hurt. Um, You're not going to win another ring, LeBron. People dog you for how many times you've lost. You don't get credit for as much as you've won. Um, for this or that reason. Um, I think this is a moment that would fit you well to say, you know what? I'm going to step away right now. Because people are going to remember how much you battled to get them to the Western Conference Finals as a seventh seed, and you broke the scoring mark in the same year. I say hang it up and and live with that moment. Live with that moment because if you don't, you're going to go out on a different moment. And, and I can just see it happening. I'm not wishing for that, but I can see it happening. But you're not going to retire. You want to know why? Because you got the Brett Favre. The Aaron Rodgers, the Paul Pierce, you know, you got the mellow, you got, you got that gene inside of you. Like, love me, acknowledge me, give me a whole year and talk about me. I'm going to retire. Look at me. You know what I mean? In the words of Kendrick Perkins, Paul Pierce, what you want a retirement tour? Your ass ain't Kobe. I'm just saying. Now, would they give him a thing every, every, yeah, they would. Because LeBron James deserves that. But. At the end of the day, he's not going to go off any higher than the moment that he is in right now. Right now. People know you were hurt. People know you were injured. And you still led that seventh seed Laker team to the Western Conference Finals. And played pretty decent. Played pretty decent. With a roster that is mediocre to the rosters that you usually win with. Put it that way. Put it that way. You know what I mean? You talk about getting Kyrie on your team. Now you got three players that I never know who's going to play and who ain't. Whether you're hurt, you're crazy, or you're dumb. I don't know. I don't know. Between them three, I don't know who would do anything. The best moment for you, LeBron James, retire now. Because you've got that Rodgers, that Favre, that Melo, and that Paul Pierce gene. You don't have that Kobe gene that on your last game, after they give you that retirement tour, you go out there and score 64. You're not like you not built like that, baby. Go ahead and retire. Go ahead and hang it up. You won one in LA. 
You won one for Cleveland. And you got two in Miami. Great career. You're the all-time scoring leader. Let it go. Let it go. Thank y'all, Relics of Sports Night, episode 178. Thank you for checking us out. Uh, I know it's been a minute, but we'll be back. We got the producer and his family on vacation. See you next week. Hopefully, Nico. Hopefully, we'll have you on. You know what I mean? Darren, Tyler, love you, fellas. You know what I mean? Definitely, Tyler, miss you, baby. Miss you, TNT. With I miss you, Tyler. Darren, hope you and the family's doing well. Relism Sports Talk, episode 178. NBA Talk. I can't wait to hear what you say about the things I said because it's going to be a lot of crazy stuff getting to happen, yo. And fantasy football's on its way. Let's go! Recording stopped.